This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And now, as you can hear, I'm already jumping, I'm pumping, I'm thumping. I don't know whatever else I'm doing. It's lovely out here in the sunshine. The bees, they needed a result. They needed to come back there and show people exactly what it's all about. We haven't had a great set of results recently. Everyone's been talking about the muff, the born muff. The born muff have been scoring goals for fun. And they, we went up to their manor and we did them. 1-0 to the mighty, mighty bees. And what was even sweeter with that victory, we only needed 10 men. We only needed 10 men. At the end of the day, that was not only a great victory, a great result, but Thomas Frank has actually said a few things to the doubters, has he not? I think he has, yeah. I think we started the game really well. We played well first half, came out very, very positive. Um, I mean, you see the stats... So 18 shots or something like that um, to Bournemouth two. So I mean, absolutely, he must have. He must with have said, ten men. With ten men, yeah. The, the fact that when we went down to ten, we were still very positive, very strong, um, looking good going forward, still going for the win, which was which was good to see. And I think it bodes well for the playoffs if we come up against Bournemouth or um, Swansea or Reading or Barnsley or whoever. I think we, we've got a good, great chance. Um, but it's good to see. It's interesting because I mean, you know, we're listening to the commentary here. A few people are getting a little bit wound up by the commentators on here as well. They thought there was a slight, not anti-Brentford bias, but there's a slight, you know, they've taken into account the results recently and they weren't looking at the game fairly. I think at one stage, one of the commentators said, when we had about sort of kind of 16 shots to one, oh, I think, you know, when we went at half-time, we think, oh, I think Brentford have just about edged it. And then, and then they showed up, we had about 11 shots to one, you know, and then the XG, you know, if you're into that kind of stuff as well, was ridiculous. So the fact is, that we did what we had to do in this game if anything it was actually quite an exciting game wasn't it as well I mean if you're a neutral in the first half in particular it was quite an exciting game they were doing their flash stuff we're going end to end you know but it was uh, it was a good game of football it was a good game it shows why we're sometimes called Sky Sports Brentford because Sky like to uh, put us on I think in terms of the commentary Don Goodman is always fairly negative about Brentford I find which is a bit of a weird listen um as you say, they're very um, kind of yeah negative about about us. It's, it's, it's like under the radar kind of thing. We're back to where we were a couple of years ago, where no one really expects us to be going to Bournemouth and beating them, especially with ten men. So uh, the fact that we can prove the doubters wrong today is is good, and uh, looking forward to the playoffs. 
Don't forget also, um, how many points have we taken off Bournemouth this season? Done the double over them, haven't we? Done so. the double over them with all their millions and billions of pounds, these players and their Jefferson Lermers and their, you know, all their characters, you know, in there that they've paid lots of money for and we've done the double over them. So, listen, you know, people out there, give us a little bit more credit, you know what I'm saying? We went out there, 10 men, and did the business over, over the Moneybags team. So, which is all good. Listen, I'm just going around the boozer here now. And like I said to you, a lot of happy bees in the house here, as you would have expected. This was a tremendous, tremendous result, wasn't it? It's a good result. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Here we come, Wembley, possibly. <laughs> is it? Who knows? Oh, no, we're still in a mix. We're still in a mix. That's, that's what matters now, you know. Um, I, I feel, you know, really good first half performance. We look really strong. You know, Bournemouth come up quite quick, but, you know, really good strong performance. I mean, I, when, when Janssen got, got boots, I said to you at half time, I would have taken him off because he's a strong player and he, the way he plays defensively, he's going in 200% into a tackle. And I knew he was going to get sent off because he, he can't, he's not going to play a half half hearted um, tackle or challenge. So I, w- I personally would have taken him off at half time. But, you know, going down to 10 men, Bournemouth didn't know what to do with us. And we just, we held our, our position. Um, I was surprised by the changes when we went defensive because I thought that, you know, gave the impression that we were just trying to hold on for a draw, or, you know, defend. But, you know, Mamumbo came on, a lot of tapping. Um, you know, Tony looked strong throughout as well. Um, and Wilson, I think he's had some great performances. In every game, he looks stronger and stronger. So I'm buzzing. You know, good, good results. And here we go. Here we go. Listen, what a great result this was for the Bees. Listen, you know, for me... What the nice thing about I said it wasn't nice at all, but you know when we didn't get the result midweek, for me I resigned myself to playoffs. So I don't. So if we lost today, I weren't fast. If we drew today, we weren't fast. If we won today, you know I'm very happy actually. You know what I'm saying? For the rest of the week, because all I want us to do is to show some good form going into the playoffs, which I believe we're going to be in. Yes, there's an outside chance if we win all our matches and lose Watford lose all theirs, then we can then we can go up automatically. But I'm not even thinking about that. I wanted a performance, and we got a performance today, didn't we? You've taken the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly right. I came here feeling no pressure, and I thought kind of the players came out feeling far less pressure than there has been. I think that now we know what we're looking... We, 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 know, we know what's going to happen now for the rest of the season. We know we're in the playoffs and we're preparing for it, and I was a, a little bit worried that, we're go, that we were going to carry on the way we've been playing for the last few weeks, and that's not what I wanted to see. But we did play differently today. We created chances from early on. We looked the better team most of the way through. We created chance after chance after chance. Even after the red card, we carried on playing well. We carried on playing that style of football. And it was really positive today. Loved it. Obviously, after the red card, you know, it was nil all at the red card. But we carried on and we actually got a goal as well. Ivan Tony, in effect, setting it up. He had a shot which was a save came out. And then afterwards, the rebound, nicely plotted up by the substitute. Brian Bumo, who's been having a bit of a so-so season. I was very happy for Brian for that. Absolutely, yeah. He put himself in the right place there. And, yeah, may, maybe it is the case that some of these players just do need a, a match or two on the bench and they come back and they come out firing. But I, I, I think the whole, the whole team played today just with a different... They, they, there's a different way they played, I think. There's a different attitude amongst the whole squad. They, they came out knowing that... Well, they, they came out more excited to be there, I think. It, it just it felt like it was more joyous almost. It was, it was, tell, tell you something, I've, I've got to talk about one player as well. So one player that we both talked about, um, was it at the last game as well, or was it at the weekend uh, when the Millwall game, when we brought on Wood, uh, not Wood, Good, 
in the final few minutes. And we talked about the Harley Dean moment there as well, as him throwing him on as an emergency striker in the last minutes of the game. We brought him on. There was a double substitution where, in effect, we brought on two centre-backs to shore things up at the back. Um, 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 so mad spec went on the left. Good went in the middle. But Good was actually quite good wasn't he he was really good that i mean he's playing his natural game now and i i really ha- he's somebody that i've always wanted to see do well he did a really good job for northampton and he's he's had a difficult time coming and we don't know why um he's missed so much football um and when he has played the few games that he's played he's had to come in at quite tough times doing something silly like last week um but today, I, I think we started to see more of his natural game, playing in his proper position, and he did a great job today. And in effect, I suppose you'd say, you know, we've been aching for Pontus to be there the whole time. Pontus stepped out today, but it's almost like, looking at seeing how good play today, you're probably a little bit less nervous if Pontus has an injury or has to step out or he, he gets rested for a game. Absolutely. You didn't really notice the difference when he came in, and, and that's, that's probably the best thing you can say. No, he's, uh, he did a great job. Okay, I'm going for a little stroll, going a bit of a stroll around to see. So actually, no, I'm going to reach across the table here, uh, and we've got the J-Man as well. Listen, I know, you know, we talked about you, glass half full, glass half full, and now your glass is brimming over with joy, isn't it? Well, that was a completely different game from uh, Tuesday night, Bill. Uh, what a difference a game makes. You know, we was a bit more composed on the ball. The first 10, 15 minutes, you know, you could see the quality of what Bournemouth have got. But, you know, we could get at them. They, they, defensively, they, they were struggling at times. Uh, you know, I think uh, they gave the first half um, stats and I think we had like 11 shots and about three or four on target compared to their none. So it just showed you that uh, on our day, we can beat these teams. Um, obviously, it would have been interesting to see uh, our second half performance with uh, 10 men. but um, 11 men. 11 men, sorry, big pun, yeah, sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, we got the goal. It was a little bit scrappy, but I think we deserved it. The, the chances we had, um, Tony had a great chance as well. Uh, and one of them goes in, uh, and it's a completely different game. So I'm confident that uh, going in the playoffs, uh, it's going to be good because, you know, this is exactly the game we needed. Something to lift the spirits, something to get the, the players minds focused on on the job at hand and there's no reason why we should be fearful for any of them teams that are in that league uh, in that um, uh, playoffs because I, I think we can beat anyone on our day of course we can beat anyone on that day and like I said I'm just doing the circuits the circles the circuits around the boozer here like I said to you lots and lots of uh, very very delighted people around the house here as well and uh, as you can see I'm trying to fill in time as I'm reaching across good result today wasn't it yeah yeah very good it's like 2009 all over again with that sort of performance, wasn't it? So, yeah, I think we, it's best game we play for a long, long, long time. Um, and what do you think it is? I don't know. We just look very flat over recent weeks. But the teams that let us play football, we tend to do much better against. It's the teams that don't play football that we really struggle against. The Birmingham's, the Derby's, the Forests. It's so hard actually breaking the Rotherham's on Tuesday night. That's a tricky one. They were right, Rotherham, though. They, I've, I've actually watched Rotherham a couple of times recently, and they've looked okay. Um, but they've been very unlucky the other night. But hopefully we'll get past them. And let's just hope Watford drop points today gets Millwall, and it'll make it a very interesting end to the season. Listen, and, and this game here today, listen, you know, a lot of people were just happy for us to just have a performance today. If we got a draw today, kind of we'd have been happy, you know, Bournemouth have been on fire. They've got themselves back into the playoff race. You know, we had 
Ollie May, who was on our podcast as well, who was, you know, good, good guy, Ollie, and he was very enthusiastic about Bournemouth and he's very excited about them. And, you know, after them having a very good start, they had a bit of a dicky middle bit when we beat them around Christmas time and then they've been back again. And to be fair, they've been knocking goals in for fun. But we really did show who was the boss today, didn't we? We did. We played very well. I thought we were very good against them in the first game in um, was December, I guess. Um, they, they played well for the first 20 minutes and should have been probably two or three up. But after that, we absolutely bossed them. Um, but they're a good side. But the, the, I think the, the real difference is the, the um, parachute payment money is showing big time this season. With Norwich, Watford and Bournemouth, they've got Premier League squads. We haven't. We're not far off it, but we're not quite there with the squad. And I think that's cost us probably in the last couple of months. Yes, indeed, indeed. So the squads, we're talking about, we're talking squadmatic. We're talking squad sizes. We're talking, listen, I've seen you sitting here just chilling in the corner, very happy, gave a little bit of a cheer. That was a lot better, wasn't it? It was, it was a lot better. I was uh, cheering in the corner with Lou Boyd. Um, I thought we played really well. The first half, I thought we dominated with excellent shape. Our formation was good. Our tactics were right. We contained Bournemouth in the, in the midfield. Bournemouth had a couple of chances to begin with, and I think we settled, and I thought we were excellent. Second half, obviously, the sending off um, turned the game, but I think we, we tweaked our tactics, and again, similar to the first half, we can contain Bournemouth in the, in the midfield. So I'm very happy, and as Lou said, we can build on this. This will be the momentum to take us into the playoffs. Indeed, indeed. Uh, listen, tell you something, what I said, and I said this to Laney half-time, I, I said I quite... I really do quite fancy uh, Bournemouth in the playoffs. Not on a two-legger, but if we can get over the first two le- legs of the, the semi-final, get the final. And the reason to that reason, you've got a rookie manager, a relative rookie manager in Thomas Frank, and a rookie, rookie manager, you know, as Bournemouth have got a rookie, rookie manager in Woodgate as well. And I quite fancy, you know, going up against a rookie manager as opposed to a slightly wily manager, because by the time we play Fulham, you know, Parker was actually slightly wily. He was like, a, he was an experienced manager. He'd been through some ups and he'd been through some downs. He made some mistakes. He tweaked it at the end to actually kind of cause us a few problems. And I, I quite fancy going up against Woodgate because I would like to think that um, the knowledge that we've built and the pain that we've built over the years as well, that, you know, is uh, we would actually uh, hopefully get something out of it. I'm not trying, I'm touching my wood here, but this is just me speaking openly because, you know, we've got to look at the teams we're playing. Barnsley, I've got no idea. They're, they're just like they're just like a whirlwind. You've got no idea what's going to happen when you play them. Swansea, you know, at, at the moment, they're on, a, they're, they're on a downward spiral. So, you know, if we can get them in the semi-finals, fingers crossed, you know what I'm saying, and do what we're going to do. You know, but the fact is that the team that seems the strongest out of these what these teams is the Bournemouth team. So if we meet them in the final, and I said Touchwood, we do that. Um, we've we've seen what we need to do to them. We. Yeah, I didn't. I did, really didn't know where that question was going. To be honest, uh, a bit like a Jensen free kick. Uh, but yeah, 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 great, great. Uh, yeah, it's ironic that a lot of people are asking Eddie Howe to replace Thomas Frank, um, and now. Um, He's, he's turned up with a slightly finally dropped Brian finally uh, and he's he's turned up um, and played the, one of the form teams and highest scorers and kept a clean sheet with with 10 men for a large part of the game um, in, in, in actually really going toe to toe and I probably think I, I think I think the, the reverse game was probably the best game in the league of the season no, I don't know I've not seen all Norwich's games but that was actually Corinthian Cavalier spirit um, and I think probably 
football will benefit if that's the playoff final. Maybe, maybe not us. I really, I really hope it is us. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is great. This is we're doing the opposite of last year. We we, we rocketed and then and then we blew up as we left the atmosphere. Uh, we we peaked, peaked, might have peaked a bit early. Well, I, I think I think we plateaued. We've, we've plateaued now, and now what we're doing? We're building up, and we've got different formations. And if I was a team playing Brentford, I would genuinely be confused as to which of the three formations or the 15 players they're going to turn up with. Um, and it's going to be very hard to go man for man. One thing we do need to do is when players do come on or players start, they need to be there. there there's no room for passengers now. This is it. This is it. The, I say that. I take that back. There might be two weeks for passengers now as, as we drift into the playoffs. But those games, when we've got Barnsley or Swansea, I imagine, and hopefully Bournemouth, there. You've got to give it your all. You know, absolutely. You know, as Thomas Frank says, win or learn. Right, well, we didn't win last year, so we've learned, and now we win. We win, we've won, we've, we've, we've two, two, two sheets of the win. We win the pub, we win the pub. That's right, indeed. So, so listen, so listen, I'll tell you something as well, it was interesting. Joe's come down here, and I noticed you came down here with your Fulham supporting husband. Did you, you bring him down here to show him how, 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 what you need to do to win a game? Is that? That is absolutely true because we know that Fulham are going to get absolutely relegated cannot wait for them to be in the championship next year when we are in the Premier League we're going to do it this year I've had my doubts all this time but after talking to you and Dave today I am certain that we're going to do it we might be at Wembley we might not but you know what I cannot be in the same division as Fulham next year it just will not work is it getting a bit Frosty in the living room at the moment now. More the bedroom. <laughs> Listen, we don't need to delve that too far into the business, like you know. So maybe you need a bit, need a bit, need a bit of thawing out between you, is it? There's definitely a little bit of thawing out, as you know. He's very anti-Brentford. Don't know how I got him down here today, but you know, our time has come. It's it's as ten playoffs, and we really, really need to do it. Because my heart can't take it anymore. No, no, listen, but today, I mean, the game today, I mean, honestly, did you come down there? Were you expecting a result or did you just didn't really care? I came down here, I wanted a result. And do you know what? We were playing against 10 men. We, they only had 10 men. Oh, and do you know what? We done it. We did it indeed. And listen, as well, like I said, we, we flipped up. I mean, Sergi Canos, you know, that, that was a surprise. We were sitting there for ages thinking... These players are coming. Sergi, where's he going to play? And we had no idea what's going to happen. Popped up, you know, in place of Bumo and the, on the left wing back. And I thought he had a tremendous game. He certainly did. And, you know, some people would actually say that Brian might have needed to have been dropped and, like, let's see how the other players can come in and perform without Brian. And they've done it. But sometimes the substitutions, I thought, worked really, really well today. Indeed. So, listen, happy Joe. I feel sorry for you later. Obviously, you're going to have to deal with a few little issues, but I think that you you very happily uh, deal with that later, won't you? I will deal with it later when Fulham are relegated. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, indeed. Oh dear, but this is a uh, big smiles on face everyone around. That's what I said to you, mate. It's good to get out. We're back in the fresh air. The sun is shining. Bees have won. It's uh, back to back to normality almost, isn't it? 
Well, it's a lovely feeling winning a big game, isn't it? Yeah. Like it feels like a feels like you know it was going to be it was going to peter well not peter out but it felt like it was going to go to a nil nil again. And uh, this pattern of playing quite well, not scoring, is going to go on. But mate, it feels great to, to get a win, but particularly against uh, uh, you know the form sides. Um, but the mood has changed. All of a sudden, people are talking about well, what we're going to do later. Is <laughs> crazy. You know I mean? That's a bit worried, isn't it? Well, it's a bit worried. I mean, even I'm thinking, what if Mill will win? It's, I mean, listen, no, no, that's not, I don't think that's going to happen. But no, really good, mate. I thought today I was, I was really interested today to see how we because all those draws have mainly been against teams who have fought. We're coming nullify Brentford. We're coming a point with a good result, and they've pretty much all got it minus um, Preston. Uh, and form of game today to probably you know well to definitely to win seven wins on a bounce. I think if they won today they equal their record of eight wins straight. And um, we got toe to toe with them. And hey, the stats will say we pretty much dominated it. I thought and all the chances, created loads of chances, loads of attempts on goal. We missed a hatful of really good uh, efforts. Ten men still get a win. All of a sudden, mate, the playoffs are looking, uh, you know, you think we can, well, I'm starting to think we can do this again. <laughs> yeah. So listen, we're on the up at the moment. Okay, we only won one game. A lot of people say what you're talking about. But on the point yeah, I've said, lost, lost that is what I've said. We haven't lost in a lot of games and that's what it's all about. So listen, a lot of happy bees there in the house here as well. I'm looking around. Oh, looking around. Who else is around? Of course, we've got to go, oh, Pat, of course, you know. Because uh, Pat is, um, yeah, she's, uh, listen, you've always got to get Pat. On the, on the mic because you know that she's going to be feeling the, yes the Pat you look a lot happier today oh Bill I can't tell you how excited I am today that the bees have got three points last week I was a bit despondent but today's another day and to think when we went down to ten men those cherries thought they were going to knock us out the park but you know what bees are more important than cherries we pollinate and we give it everything and I am so excited and I better not let my tiara slip today because um, I'm on a coffee and a Baileys but the boys have got three points and they really really had fire in their bellies today and what can I say I love the bees you know that Bill and now I just want them to go further and get another three points and take us further. And and we started we, and we started really well. I mean, you talked about the way they play, but we started really well. We started really quick. We went toe to toe with them. You know, we had a couple of chances. You know, even very fairly early on. And in that first half, we we, we dominated without massively dominating. We had some very good chances. And like Bournemouth were were on, pretty much on the back foot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the bees had fire in their bellies today. I think they were there no matter what. I'm not worried about Bournemouth, but I know Bournemouth are doing well, but we were far a better team today. We had so many shots at goal, and I know we got one out of them, but who cares? We got three points, Bill. Up the bees, I love them. Up the bees, you're not going to give up on them, are you? Never, ever, never. I won't say no more because my tiara slipped. No, no, no. Pat's going to never, ever give up on the bees. So listen, a lot of happy bees in the house here today. A lot of a lot of happy bees. Oh, I'll tell you something, I'll go to this corner here because I haven't seen you for a while because of the lockdown and everything like that. And it's good to see some smiling faces around there, both before the match, before the kickoff, you were smiling. And after the kickoff, you're smiling even more. And that's because you're a very happy man, aren't you? Exactly, Bill, exactly. And the point about it is, we accept the fact that we we're going to make the playoffs, but, you know, automatic promotion was probably not on. But, you know, now you can get 
heady again and say it is, but we, we know it isn't. But to put a performance in like that against a team that we may come up against probably in the Wembley final. Touch words. <laughs> exactly. Um, we know we can do it, even with two or three of our best players missing still. And even with ten men. And that is it, and I believe it's about three times on the trot we've done that with ten men against Bournemouth. Um, so, so there you go. I mean, I think our cup is now... I'm a pessimistic because I'm like you. I know I'm, you are, but look, so I've why... Been, I've been following the bees for so long, and like most of us, but I'm optimistic about what I saw today and how we could go at the so, end of the season. So what was it? What was it that was different today which made us... You know, was it them? Was it us? Was it the referee? Was it the sunshine? You know what? I can't tell. I think we just come out... I think it's because the two teams are football insides. And we still prove... We play another football inside... We can do the business. And you know, everyone's saying how good Bournemouth are. They are a good team and the, and the squad they've got. But we're not a bad side. And when we play out against football insides, we can do what we've done today. And even with 10 men, you know, that's that's how I see it. And I think, well, the sky's the limit now. And, I, and I'm not always that confident. Apparently, we only need 10 men. We only exactly, need we only need 10 men. <laughs> so listen, a lot of excited bees in the house here as well so which is all good so like you know so I'm making it yeah making it up the stairs and uh, uh, as, as we're going up there as well because like lots of lots of bees in the house as well and uh, I can see I'm trying to walk and talk and snork and jog and um, tell you something oh dear coming outside there's all a little bit frantic inside there so I've had to come out onto the street and just chill out with my man Laney because we had a good little chat a few days ago we decided you know to, to strip down the podcast tell you something it might be worthwhile you just going back to Pride of West dot London and just checking out the podcast we did before the match there's lots of info in there a bit of stats a bit of JB a bit of funk you've got Ollie from the Bournemouth fan as well giving his perspective on the game and me and Laney just talked about actually we need to just strip it back chill out and then just enjoy the ride and just get a good result and at the end of the day if we get a good result going into the finals the playoff semi-finals and finals then that's all we can ask for and that's exactly what happened today isn't it a good a good performance and a good result yeah I was, I was delighted today very proud of Brentford very proud of the team the players and uh, yeah it was uh, it was just impressive to see that we you know we were under the cosh for the first minute and then after that you know the stats that speaks for themselves you know we blitzed them in terms of you know chances shots and goal shots and target it should have been three maybe four nil today or four one you know um i thought everyone that you know canos works as left back you know that's a big big shout for him to come in there and to cover for brian and Bremo who hadn't done anything wrong particularly um you know and then when pontus got sent off uh, a lot of well a couple of us in the in the pub have put some money on him, him to get sent off at 16 to 1 and so that they, they 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 won at that and then I put a tenner on for us to win um, before the game so um, I'm happy with that um, I, I just thought you know as, I, as I, I've said several times you know over the last couple of months um, really good runs come to an end and that, that proved once again today seven straight wins by Bournemouth it was going to end and it did and it ended against a team that was more than a match for them that's the double we've, we've done over Bournemouth um, um, I know it's not on its own enough, but you know I think Bournemouth are probably the most impressive team I've seen this season, apart from Brentford. Um, you know we've not done it, you know every week. We've got too many draws recently. We'll see what happens this afternoon, Bill. I, you know I'm I'm, I'm not going to be silly and say you know we it still could be automatic promotion, but it's still mathematically not achievable. So let's see let's see what happens. Um, 
I just don't want Bournemouth over two legs home and away they're a very good team if we've got to play them again this season let's, let's do it at Wembley and what a final that could be and I, I have to say as well um, the negativity by some um, when the substitutions were made after Pontus got sent off let's blame Pontus for getting sent off not, not for Thomas Frank for bringing defenders on um, and uh, I, I, I honestly, people were trying, try, hoping we would lose. I'd, I, I'd say some people today on Twitter, um, just so they could prove a point, and it's pathetic. So uh, Brentford and Brentford fans today, what, a, what an excellent day in the sunshine! What an excellent day! So look, this is the besotted pride of West London podcast. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel exhilarated. You know, we've just, yeah, relax. We've taken three points of Bournemouth. In fact, we haven't. We've taken six points of Bournemouth this season as well. And uh, we are motoring on. We got Watford, and we got we got Rotherham first, and then we got Watford coming up as well. So we've got two two massive games, and you never know what might happen at this time next week. Things could be looking very very different. But at the end of the day, like I said to you, we've got uh, we've got it. We've got to play. We've got to play Rotherham. We've got to play the Watford. And it's going to be very interesting next week. And I'm going to do it as we say. Come on! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.